Hello and welcome back to Koala Moon, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. As has become usual, I want to start by giving a massive thanks to our newest subscribers. The heroes who joined today are Ella and Charlotte, Sam and Wyatt, Harry, Ingrid and Emmett, Emma from New Zealand, Lucy from Florida, Vasudev from California, and Toby Flynn from Ireland. Thank you, international gang. Welcome to the Coco Club. And I hope you enjoy listening and sleeping to all the extra stories you now have at your fingertips. And for the rest of you, remember that if you subscribe for a year, the annual membership, which is also the best deal overall, you can ask to have your name mentioned too. We couldn't continue to write all the stories, read and produce them so well if it weren't for you lovely lot signing up to the Coco Club. So singling you out for a special thanks is the least we can do. Coco would give you all a high five if he could, but he says he doesn't have that many hands. Now then, back to tonight's heartwarming tale. Alicia has written us a sweet story based in Texas in the US, and soon we're going to journey over to a ranch there. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. In the fields surrounding the ranch live a group of horses, and together they go exploring the wilderness and gradually hone their already impressive skills. Get snuggly in bed and imagine a big blue sky above you, a huge, wide landscape of golden and green fields with fences cutting through here and there extends ahead of you. You can hear the soft swishing of horses' tails and birdsong. Let out a lovely deep breath. And another one. That's right. Now it's time to head down to the ranch together. This is The Horses of Sweet Pine Ranch by Alicia Ainsley. Every morning was the same on Sweet Pine Ranch. Through the night, there wasn't a sound to be heard aside from the dust blowing with the breeze and the occasional call of a bobcat. But as the sun crept over the horizon each morning, illuminating the vast, grassy landscape, the ranch came to life, signalled by the familiar sound of a rooster. Cock-a-doodle-doo, the rooster would cry out, and the horses on the ranch would begin to stir in their hay-filled beds, ready for a new day. Sweet Tea was the youngest horse living on Sweet Pine Ranch, and as she heard the cockerel's call, she started to stretch her body and flutter her sleepy eyes open. Sometimes she wished that the cockerel would let them all sleep in a little longer. Her days as the youngest horse on the ranch used to be as leisurely as she wished. She would rise whenever she felt like it and take naps whenever she could. She would lazily graze in the fields, 
and watch the older horses carry out their duties on the ranch, never contributing much with her own skills. But that's because she hadn't developed them yet. Now that Sweet Tea was tall enough, it was time for her to learn the ropes too and start pulling her weight on the ranch. Besides, soon there would be another horse born on the ranch, signalling the end of Sweet Tea's time as the youngest and ushering her into the next stage of her life. It was very exciting, and Sweet Tea couldn't wait to learn how to do all the things that the other horses could do. As Sweet Tea was rising from her bed, she heard a soft voice call out into her box stall, Wakey, wakey, sleepy head. Sweet Tea recognised the familiar voice. She looked up and saw her young owner, Georgia, peering over the stall door. Georgia smiled at her with a big toothy grin and began to unlock the stall. We're going to have lots of fun today, Georgia announced as she swung open the door. Mum and Dad have given us something exciting to do. Sweet Tea noticed that Georgia had lost another tooth and she could now poke her tongue out of the gap at the front of her mouth. Sweet Tea always thought it was so bizarre that humans lose their teeth and grow new, bigger ones. Why aren't their teeth already big enough? Sweet Tea often thought. Georgia's family ran the ranch that Sweet Tea and the other horses lived on and they all kept busy together. They offered horse riding lessons to children and embarked upon treks through the open range. Plus, they had to maintain the care for the acres and acres of land that surrounded them. Every day, there was always plenty to do to keep them entertained. And it sounded like Georgia had some intriguing plans for Sweet Tea today. Georgia gently placed a saddle and a pair of stirrups over Sweet Tea's back along with a set of reins onto her neck, and then guided her outside into the morning sunlight. Sweet Tea and Georgia both lifted their faces to the warm sun, took a big breath, and sighed happily. It was a beautiful day, as always. Sweet Tea passed all of her fellow horse friends as they paraded out across the ranch to start their day. She saw her friend Honeydrop heading out towards the grazing lands. Honeydrop was a tall, golden-coloured horse, hence his name. He was arguably the most beautiful horse on the ranch with such unique hair and his majestic stance. He was taller than all the other horses and so he was often called upon to lead the other horses on treks out into the wilderness. Then Sweet Tea passed Buttercup and wished her a good morning. Buttercup was a silvery grey-coloured horse with white hair. She looked like she came from a magical world. Sometimes Sweet Tea overheard children proclaiming that Buttercup was a unicorn, just missing her horn. Buttercup could often be found herding the cattle on the pastures. She was gentle and caring but also firm and confident, making her perfect for bossing the cattle around from pasture to pasture. As Georgia led Sweet Tea around the back of the ranch, 
they passed a horse called Cookie being guided by George's mother over to the horse riding arena. Cookie had been named so due to his brown and white spotted body. He looked a little like a chocolate chip cookie. Cookie often worked with George's mum offering horse riding lessons to children. All the kids wanted to ride Cookie. He was their favourite, and he was a very patient and understanding companion for the young horse riders. Sweetie wondered what would become her main duty on the ranch as she grew up. Would she grow up big and strong and become a trek leader like Honeydrop? Or would she help move the cattle like Buttercup? Or perhaps she would assist with the horse riding lessons like Cookie. Sweet Tea did enjoy being ridden by her owner, Georgia, although she wasn't sure if she would want anybody else riding on her back. Georgia was her special person. But Georgia had a duty all of her own to carry out this morning, and it was one that was always really good fun. Georgia guided Sweet Tea around to the chicken coop and showed her that there were no chickens inside. The chickens had escaped again. This happened pretty often. Georgia turned to Sweet Tea playfully and suggested, Are you ready for a chicken roundup? Sweet Tea neighed excitedly, and Georgia climbed onto her back, holding onto the reins and securing her feet in the stirrups. Then she flicked the reins and cried out, Giddy up, Sweet Tea! Right on cue, Sweet Tea picked up the pace and trotted around the ranch in search of the runaway chickens. Together they explored the dusty yard, looking out for stray chickens. They passed the horse riding arena and stables, the car park and the main house, but there was no sign of the chickens. They gazed out to the open range, but they couldn't see any chickens dotted around there either. All they could see were the grazing cattle, far off in the distance. Sweet Tea realised she would have to use more than her eyesight to find these mischievous chickens. She closed her eyes and honed in on what she could hear instead. She listened to the sounds in the air. She could hear horse footsteps galloping around the riding arena and the faint orders and directions coming from George's mother as she taught the students. Sweet Tea could hear faraway cattle in the pastures and cars pulling into the car park across the gravel roads. Then her ears pricked at the gentle sound of clucking. Sweet Tea opened her eyes and glanced in the direction of the sound. It was coming from around the back of George's house. Sweet Tea clopped over to the front gate and moved through the front garden, around to the back. As soon as they rounded the corner, the air filled with the repetitive sounds of clucking, and Georgia giggled. All of the chickens had congregated on the lawn at the back of George's house. They were blissfully bobbing around, picking fruit off the bushes and laying down in the grass. 
Sweet Tea even spotted a laid egg or two. Georgia patted Sweet Tea's side and said, Good job, Sweet Tea. Now it's time to round these critters up. Sweet Tea bucked with delight and raced across the lawn at top speed. Her sudden movement startled the chickens and they began to flap their wings and run around in circles. With Georgia's guidance, Sweet Tea rounded up the chickens and guided them out of the back garden, around to the front, and back out the gate. The chickens clucked and gobbled as Sweet Tea and Georgia ushered them back across the ranch and into their chicken coop. When the last chicken was back safely in the coop, Georgia jumped down off Sweet Tea's back and shut the coop gate behind the feathered escape artists. Georgia dusted off her hands, pleased with herself, and stroked Sweet Tea's face. She declared, Good job, Sweet Tea. We are quite the team. We'll be rounding up the cattle too in no time. Sweet Tea's heart leapt a little. She would love to help round up the cattle one day. It was a very important duty on the ranch, and Sweet Tea would adore being a part of it. Georgia held onto Sweet Tea's reins and walked her back across the ranch. They reached the horse riding arena and stopped by the side. The arena was a big circular patch of ground, specifically designated for the people learning to ride horses. There were only ever a handful of adults or children learning at a time. Sweet Tea had spent lots of time here as a young horse, allowing Georgia to learn to ride her. Georgia used to ride the likes of Cookie and the other medium-sized horses. But as soon as Sweet Tea came onto the scene, Georgia hadn't wanted to ride anyone else. Sweet Tea was Georgia's horse, and they would grow up together on the ranch, working, learning and playing by each other's side. The pair watched the children riding around the arena with admiration. Cookie, the most popular horse, was carrying a little boy on his back. The little boy looked a bit nervous and held tightly onto the reins, pulling them all the way up to his chin. George's mother walked over and taught him to relax his arms down by his belly and loosen his grip. Cookie waited patiently as the little boy relaxed into the lesson and walked with a slow, gentle trot to help him feel safe and secure. Sweet Tea could see why the children always wanted to ride Cookie. He was so good at his job. Georgia smiled and stuck her tongue through the gap in her teeth. She gazed out at the open range. The landscape was a mixture of lush green grass and dusty sandy paths. In the distance, a mountain towered up into the blue sky and a turquoise lake snaked its way past the base. Walking out onto the open range was always a picturesque, relaxing experience. Sweet Tea followed George's gaze and they both had the same idea at the same time.
It was the perfect day for a trek. Georgia and Sweet Tea wandered over to the stables, where they met Georgia's father. He was busy assigning visitors with a horse to ride. Georgia's father often led treks across the open range with guests. It was one of their most popular offerings at the ranch. Whenever they could, Georgia and Sweet Tea would join in too. Georgia approached her father and asked, Daddy, please can Sweet Tea and I come for this morning's trek? Georgia's father immediately gave them permission and Georgia readied herself on Sweet Tea's back for the trek. Even though Georgia and Sweet Tea were much younger than the others on the trek, they were still some of the most accomplished riders. Georgia and Sweet Tea were so in sync that their rides were always easy breezy. Georgia's father led all the horses and their riders out of the ranch and onto the open range. Georgia's dad rode Honeydrop up at the top of the line and tottered higher than everybody else. Following them were Sunshine, Angel and Raffi and their riders and Sweet Tea and Georgia walked at the back. Sunshine, Angel and Raffi were all big horses who were used to walking long distances with riders on their backs. They did it almost every day, and as a result, they had big muscly legs and strong backs. They trotted with pride as they wandered across the range for hours each day. As smaller Sweet Tea followed behind them, She admired the breathtaking view. It was so peaceful out here. Sweet Tea wondered how pleasant it must be to walk out here every day. Maybe when she was a bit older, she could become one of the big horses that journeyed out for treks each day. That would be a great duty on the ranch. They all trekked across the flat land and climbed their way over the rocky hills. They made their way over to the river, where they stopped for a quick break. Sweet Tea and the other horses refreshed themselves with water from the cool, crystal clear river. It could get pretty warm in Texas, so it was important to stay hydrated. Once their break was over, Georgia hopped back up onto Sweet Tea's back and they all made their way around the base of the mountain and started the journey back towards the ranch. The ranch looked like a small dot in the distance from the bottom of the mountain and the range looked like it stretched out forever. Sweet Tea's legs were beginning to get tired She didn't often travel out this far, and her little legs were still building up their stamina. She wasn't as strong as the likes of Sunshine, Angel, Raffi, and Honeydrop, but they all encouraged her to keep going. Sunshine fell back to walk alongside Sweet Tea and reassured her. Don't worry, little Sweet Tea. You're still growing. One day you'll be able to walk across the open range with ease. Maybe you'll even be able to do it 
twice a day. Raffi added from just in front, Try not to think about how far we still have to go. Just breathe and enjoy the view. Sweet Tea did as the older horses suggested and tried to focus on the scenery around them rather than counting her own footsteps. As she looked around, she started to notice things that she hadn't noticed before. The clouds in the sky were scattered and small, like little balls of cotton wool floating in space. A large eagle soared through the sky in the distance, and a tiny lizard scuttled past Sweet Tea's hooves as she moved along the path. As they got closer to the ranch, they passed the herd of cattle grazing to their right. Their cattle were huge, and half of them had big, long horns that pointed out of the sides of their head. In their midst, Sweet Tea spotted that they had a new calf. The little brown calf stuck close by to its mother and honked for attention with a little voice. One day, the little calf would be as big and muscular as the adults, but right now, it was miniature and adorable, with tiny horns only just beginning to protrude out of its head. As they passed by the herd, they saw Buttercup riding around with Randy the ranch hand on her back. Together, they were herding the cattle across the pasture. Honeydrop, the tallest horse, called out to Buttercup. How's it going, Buttercup? That herd playing ball today? Buttercup shook out her pristine white hair and answered confidently. Ain't nothing I can't handle. That baby doesn't quite understand the concept of moving with the herd, though. It don't seem to want to move in the right direction. Sweet Tea observed the confused little calf and had an idea. Sweet Tea called out to Buttercup. Do you need a hand? I could try and help her, the little one, if you like. Maybe having someone else little around will help them feel more comfortable. Buttercup smiled and said that Sweet Tea was welcome to try. It was always helpful to have an extra pair of hands. So, Sweet Tea carried Georgia over to the herd of cattle and attempted to help Buttercup round them up. While Buttercup focused on the adult cattle, Sweet Tea moved up close to the little calf. She walked alongside the calf and introduced herself. Hey there, Sweet Tea greeted them. My name is Sweet Tea. What's your name? The curious calf replied. My name is Boof. Do you know what's going on? Sweet Tea smiled kindly and explained to the little calf that Buttercup, the horse, was rounding up the herd to move them all to a new area to graze. All you have to do is follow the herd in the direction that Buttercup is leading you in, Sweet Tea explained. Boof the calf looked around 
and noticed that the herd were moving away, and quickly picked up the pace to follow suit. That's right, Sweetie cried, encouraging Booth to follow. Just follow the herd. Booth listened to Sweetie's advice and moved with the other cattle across the pasture. Sweet Tea and Georgia hung back to make sure that Booth caught up all right. The little calf happily plodded behind, catching up with its mother, and then turned back to call out over its shoulder. Thanks for the advice, Sweet Tea. Sweet Tea looked a buttercup and the grey horse nodded her head in thanks too. Sweet Tea had made her job a lot easier. And now the young calf knew what to do. All they needed was someone to explain what was going on. It was a simple fix, really, and Sweet Tea was glad to have helped. Georgia watched the herd of cattle move away and she guided Sweet Tea back towards the other horses on their trek. She smiled proudly at her favourite horse and said, out of the blue, Do you want to know something, sweet tea? One day, I'm going to round up cattle, and you're going to help me. We'll be an awesome team. Sweet tea trotted along cheerfully. It seemed there was no end to the possibilities of what she and Georgia could do together in the future. They rejoined the other horses and continued the journey across the open range, back to Sweet Pine Ranch. Sweet Tea, Georgia and the other horses and riders arrived back at the ranch and everyone instantly relaxed. The riders climbed off the horses' backs and Georgia assisted her father in guiding all the horses back indoors. They all deserved a good rest after a long trek. Sweet Tea waited in the corridor of the stables, while Sunshine, Angel, Raffi and Honeydrop were taken to bed. Her legs were so exhausted from the trek, and she was struggling to keep her eyes open. She couldn't wait to rest in her bed of straw in a few minutes' time. Georgia came back and bounded towards Sweet Tea, and the young horse sighed with relief that it was her turn to retreat to bed. But, to her surprise, Georgia had one last suggestion before she rested. Georgia whispered excitedly. Sweet tea, would you like to meet the new foal? Sweet tea's eyes popped open wide. She had known that a new horse was due to be born on the ranch soon, but she didn't think it would be today. Sweet tea nodded her head with enthusiasm and Georgia led the way into another part of the stables the sweet tea hadn't been in in a long time. In fact, she hadn't been here since she was a young foal herself. It must be where all the horses are born. 
Georgia stopped outside a large stool box and opened the door wide. Sweet Tea and Georgia peered inside, and both of their hearts melted instantly. Inside the stool box, sleeping peacefully on a bed of straw, was a tiny newborn foal. The little brown foal was sweetly snoring as it curled up close to its mother's side. George's mother was sitting next to them, stroking the horse's face affectionately. Georgia whispered to her mother, What have you called the foal? Georgia's mother whispered back that the new foal didn't have a name yet, causing Georgia to jump up and down eagerly, begging to name the new baby horse. Georgia's mother laughed softly and replied, All right then, what would you like to call it? Georgia paused and thought hard. It had to be a good name. It had been Georgia that had named Sweet Tea just over a year ago, too. After some thought, Georgia announced that she had the perfect name for the foal. It would be called Biscuit. Sweet Tea quietly trotted forward to inspect the new foal called Biscuit. She was fast asleep and breathing heavily, no doubt enjoying a sweet dream after the tiring effort of being born into the world. Biscuit was a rich brown colour with jet black hair. Sweet Tea leant down and nuzzled her long face against the cheek of the sleeping newborn foal. She whispered, Welcome to Sweet Pine Ranch, Biscuit. You're going to like it here. It felt a little strange to Sweet Tea to not be the youngest horse on the ranch anymore, but it was exciting too. Now, She had someone to teach everything she had learned. Sweet Tea could help guide Biscuit as they grew up and maybe they would grow up to be friends too. Besides, Sweet Tea couldn't wait for all the new duties she would learn and be entrusted with as one of the older horses on Sweet Pine Ranch. Georgia guided Sweet Tea back to her bed to rest and the young horse laid down in the hay immediately. Georgia closed the stall door and peeked over the top to whisper, Have a nice rest, sweet tea. I enjoyed our fun today. Sleep well. Then Georgia disappeared, and sweet tea was left on her own to relax. She closed her eyes and laid her head in the hay. Her whole body felt so tired and she slumped against the bed of straw gratefully. As sweet tea drifted off to sleep, 
She wondered what her future duties on the ranch would be. Would she be a horse riding teacher or a trekker? Or would she help round up the cattle? Whatever her duty, Sweet Tea only hoped that Georgia would be by her side to guide her and make every day as fun-filled as today was. <laughs>